Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. All right, our first hurricane hotline of the year, Joe Zagacki and Don Bailey Jr. And we've been at practice now. Don, uh, I think we're week three now of training camp at the University of Miami. Uh, the first game is a little more than a week away. Uh, so very exciting times here with Mario Cristobal. And so far in camp, what we have seen has been a lot of intensity, a lot of physicality, and a lot of discipline. Hopefully it all pays off. But those, I think, have been some of the marching orders. Well, you know, Joe, that's what great football teams are built on. If you if you go back in history, whether it's the National Football League or college football and the University of Miami specifically, that's a part of every one of the foundations where everybody's won a championship. And Mario Cristobal has honed that at his stops along the way as a, as a head coach and an assistant coach, and he's just implementing what he's been taught and what he's learned uh, right here on this campus. Training camps are a time to find answers. The University of Miami has a lot of answers, but they still have some questions as well. Van Dyke has looked very solid at quarterback, but he's going to need some help on the outside. I can see, unless somebody other than Restrepo steps up, this is going to be an ongo ongoing story. The good news for the Miami offense is, is that Will Mallory has not has been wearing the red jersey in, in camp, so he's been he's been injured, and you're going to get him back, and that's a huge part of this offense. But I'm with you on the outside. You take out Xavier, somebody's got to be the guy, one or two of them, and and we had the benefits last year of Rambo and Harley, and that really helped Van Dyke log those six 300-yard games in a row. It gave him confidence to make every throw, and now that he's come back, your quarterbacks come back. People around him have to make sure that they elevate their game so they can continue to grow as an offense. Brashard Smith has made a few strides here recently. I keep waiting for Jacoby George or Romello Brinson. Keyshawn Smith showed flashes. Keyshawn Smith has over 30 career catches, had a couple of big touchdowns last year. But those guys have to emerge as deep ball threats. That's the importance of, of, of football today is you've got to have that threat down the field. It's one thing that you're going to use a tight end and you can use the backs and then your crossing patterns, the easy throws. But at some point, you've got to be able to, you've got to, be able to let it rip down that sideline. You've got to make sure that you can come up with it. And I think that's what Miami is still lo looking for. And hopefully it materializes and we see it in week one. I know uh, Coach Cristobal and Coach Mirabal have emphasized the ground attack, unfortunately. There have been a couple of injuries to uh, uh, Don Chaney and uh, the freshman also, uh, Trevante Citizen. Knighton got banged up a little bit, but I think he's going to be okay. Uh, looks like you're going to have three running backs. Really, the only difference is going to be Henry Parrish. 
Yeah, you need Henry. Thank goodness you got Henry Parrish. I've been impressed with him since the first day that he got here in the spring. It was fortunate that we were able to get him through camp, and he's had a, a great uh, fall camp. And what's nice about him is he can catch the football, came from the Southeastern Conference, played big time out there, had, had success there as, as a, a two-year player. And he's come back home, and without him, we would really be in big, big trouble. And uh, fortunately for Miami, you know, Franklin has re reassigned some body parts. You know, it's like he's bigger, stronger, leaned up a little bit, and he's going to have to help. But you went from, well, we're, how are we going to play all these guys to we could use a couple more? Uh, Parrish and Knighton are similar players. Their numbers are almost identical. I think Knighton – my eyes tell me he's got a little more speed, maybe Parrish a little more physical. But the guy that's going to get the golden opportunity is really, in my opinion, it's all on him. It's Thad Franklin, who won a state championship or two at Chaminade, 240 pounds, maybe pouted a little bit a year ago. Sometimes guys don't get the playing time they want. There is a role for him. Last four minutes of a game, short yardage, big physical back, whatever you want to call it. To me, it's all up to him. It is up to him, and the opportunity has presented itself again. And again, you know, he's done what he's supposed to do in the weight room and with nutrition. You see it. You see a different guy. He doesn't have the, the baby fat. And he's starting mature. But when I see a back of that size, I want to see them inflict punishment on the opponent. I, I want linebackers to say, nah, I'm going to go low, or he can he can jump over me. I don't want to start dealing with him one-on-one -on -one. in the backfield. In the passing game, it's like you know, adding another offensive lineman. He, they can be very helpful. Thad has great hands. He can catch the football. We saw that. But I, I want to see him run angry. I think that's, the, that's really what you, you look for in a big back. It's one thing to be big and kind of, finesse your way through it if you have if you're that size hurt somebody well it's a little bit like when one we go back to gus edwards we always said gus play to your size he waited until the nfl to do that langham and cager remember wide receiver we always said play to your size and the same with that franklin right now play to your size be that punishing runner you'll get time on the field offensive line story has been kind of quiet zion nelson We've watched him work on the side for, for most of training camp. That has opened the door for John Campbell. Next to him has been Jalen Rivers, Ja'Kai Clark, Ola was showing right guard, Scafe at right tackle. If we played right now, I think that probably would be what they would roll out. Maybe it would change, but if they played right now. And then behind them, I think they've had some pretty good competition. I think that's the key word, and, and that's something that Coach Cristobal wants to make sure happens at every single position, and that's competition. Uh, the lineup that you gave, for the most part, I, I would bet that that's going to be what it is in week one. And you, But you've got good competition at the guard spots. You've got good competition at center. And, you know, you've you got to get Zion Nelson back into the equation. You know, we talked about Will Mallory being out and how does that affect the offense. Not having Zion affects the offense, too. I mean, I could argue that it's him and, and, and Rivers, you know, who's, who's the best of those two. But I'm always concerned when a lineman is out for training camp, do they ever get back to the conditioning level that you need to be to, to go a 60-minute ball game at noon? in September. It's hard. It's, I mean, you can get on that bicycle all you want. You can do all those drills that you want, but it, it, to, he hasn't been out in the, in the double 90s that they've had 
you know, 20 practices in. And that, that takes a while to catch up. So Coach Mirabal, you can count on him, his offensive line, making very few mental errors. You can, it's a guarantee they're going to be physical. And with Coach Cristobal and Coach Miramol involved all the time, they are going to be, at some point, a dominant offensive line. I defer to you on this. Uh, the older guys, Sagapolo and, and Dennis, who transferred in, look very big and strong and all that stuff. But they have a couple of young guys, Cooper, Inez Cooper, and McCoy. And when they take the field, the field sort of tilts. Well, Coach Cristobal made a point you know, that, that he was told, this is a big man's game. Get big men. The two freshmen that came in are big men. <laughs> and they are big, big men. And they are going to help. They are positively going to help. When you, look at, when you look at the ability that they have, uh, uh, Cooper is 6'5", 335, and, he, and he's every bit of it. I'm not so sure he's not 355. And they've got him working at tackle. He'll probably be, you know, bumped down to guard at some point because they cross-train every one of these guys. And then you've got Matthew McCoy, who's out of uh, St. Augustine. He really reminds me of Zion Nelson. I think uh, from day one of Zion Nelson to day one of his time coming in here to practice, he's ahead of the game. Bigger, too. They ran for about 130 yards a game last year. Not good enough. If uh, they can get that get that to 170, that would certainly would help Van Dyke. I think uh, Coach Gaddis is really good in the pass game, despite some of the receivers not being where we all want them, I guess. Uh, I think Coach Gaddis will find ways to get the passing game to work at a, at a high level. Uh, answers on the defensive side, you look for answers on the defensive side. I think one of the things we've found is I think the front seven is going to be okay now. Linebacker, maybe a little undersized. If those two guys, Steed and Flag, were another inch taller, they'd be all Americans. But uh, I think they're going to get some help from the from the front four. They will get some help from the front four, and the conversation has been is is depth, and they're going to they're going to roll two and a half groups. I think there's going to be ten guys on that defensive line. They're going to play eight for sure. They'll start working in maybe number nine and ten, uh, and passing downs. But we're better at stopping the run defensively right now than we were a year ago. I, part of that is because we're bigger. The other part of it is is that the scheme is different and more conducive to that. This is, this is an old-school deal. Stop the run on defense, run the football on offense. You know, we go to the offensive side percentage-wise. We're going to hand the ball off more. It's going to equate to more yards. You'll get your 170, 180. Coach Cristobal in his blueprint last year, he was over 200 yards rushing in every game last year, or as an average, I should say. Defensively, they're tackling better, pursuing the football better. And, they're, and I think the, the thing that's not talked about enough is that they're communicating. I think there are a couple of things on defense that Miami has to do. No, no, really no secret here. One, be better against the run. They were not last year. Two, prevent the big plays. They gave up way too many big plays. And obviously, number three, which is probably number one, the big focus has been be a better tackling team. You become a better tackling team when you get more people around the ball. It's no different, in my opinion, if you want to be a better putter, go putt. You want to be a better driver, go drive. If you want to be a better tackling team, tackle. And that's what they do. Every day, every drill, live, high intensity, individual coaching, 
they're tackling better. And but another side of it is, they've got they they've they've been taught the angles, they've been taught the leverage, and this defense is is will take risk, but it's not high risk. It's calculated risk, and I think that's a big big difference. You know what my complaint was the last couple of years, risk reward. We'll leave that for another day. Uh, we play this game. You hear this with talking heads. Stock up, stock down. We'll only go stock up. Akeem Mesidor has come here from West Virginia. He can play inside. He can play outside. He can sack the quarterback. And the other thing about Mesidor is he played a lot in the Big 12 Conference where he got to rush the quarterback. But he played against very good competition. And when you watch him on the sidelines – uh, he very much enjoys football. He's very active, very intense. I think he's going to be a very productive player. You are right. You don't have to think about it anymore. He will be productive. He's a guy, because of his versatility, he can bounce along that defensive line, and he's got a very good first step. You know, everybody wants to talk about the pass rush, the pass rush. He's big enough and strong enough to hold up against the run, too, and that's, a, that's an advantage because the offense isn't able – to scheme against him, you know, tying him in, Joe, with with, um, with Daryl Jackson, who came from from Maryland. Now, that's my kind of guy. That's 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 what a defensive tackle looks like. He's bigger than everybody. He's stronger than everybody. He's more athletic. And you know, you, you talk about you talk about him. He's the run stopper. And listen, we still have Leonard Taylor that can sit down in there and has gotten gotten indoctrinated into another level of college football. I'm grateful for Daryl Jackson because he's blocked the sun a few days out here at training camp. Uh, the secondary, I think, is going to be one of the strengths. Um, you've got James Williams back there. You've got Avante Williams. Cam Kitchens plays with great spirit and joy. On the corners, we've had good competition. DJ Ivy on one corner, Tyreek Stevenson uh, to Corey Couch. Porter's been in there. Isaiah Dunson has made a name for himself here in training camp. Some of the young, uh, younger players, the freshmen that they recruited. Uh, I like the job that Coach Adai is doing. What you hear over and over in, in uh, camp or in the scrimmages is, get up on him, get up on him, get up there and jam him. So they want to be aggressive with their corners. They want to be, and the corners want to be. That's the style they, they like. And, you know, we got to remember Al Blades is going to be a big part of a big part of this secondary this year. He, you know, he's so versatile. He's going to help you on special teams as well. But, you know, he can play corner. He can play safety. And probably the hidden gem of the defense has been the secondary. You're, you're right in bringing that up. And and let's hope we never call any of their names, right, except on interceptions and takeaways. But all of those guys have matured. Everything is connected. The, the, you know, the front four to the linebacking core to the secondary – there, there's no weak spots in that as far as when a play is called. Everybody has coverage. If, if they're doing a twist, there's a linebacker coming behind them. If the linebackers are doing one thing, the, the safeties are aware of it. So it's all tied together, and that's going to eliminate mistakes. Miami had 30 sacks last year, but only 11 takeaways. Uh, when you're chasing the quarterback that way, you'd think there, there would be more strip sacks and things like that and interceptions. They did have eight interceptions, but only 11 takeaways, not enough knocking the ball free, recovering fumbles. Uh, perhaps if they stop the run better, that will unleash their pass rush. you got a Goudet. You have Chance Williams. You have Jafar I. Harvey. I think Mesidor can rush the passer as well. So you've got some guys that can get to the quarterback. 
And that's always important. And again, like we talk about the defensive front helps the linebackers, then the defensive front also, especially the, those defensive ends, going to help your secondary. And when you go back a couple years and look when where Miami was at their peak in the takeaway category, they were getting a great pass rush. And, and that, they're, they're tied hand in hand. So an older secondary, you know, Tyreek Stevenson, it's time for him. It's his, it's his time. He came back around this year. One interception last year. He needed more than that. It's not, it's not enough. You know, it, it's not enough. And, and, and the takeaways can come in the fumbles, too. That's gonna, you're gonna, I think we're going to see more uh, fumble opportunities, to, you know, more opportunities to recover a fumble because the guys are hitting harder and hitting better and tackling better. Well, this is our first Hurricane Hotline. Sure is nice to be back. Football is back. Our first game coming up on September 3rd, 3.30 kickoff against Bethune-Cookman. We'll be on the air at 11.30 in the morning with our pregame show. Uh, next week, Coach Cristobal joins the show. So uh, we're back, and Hurricanes football is rolling. It is, and uh, thank goodness, you know, Coach Cristobal is here, and he's bringing everything together all at once, and it's going to be a great showing. Okay, we'll continue on the show right after this. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.